That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book and The Inflammation Spectrum and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You could check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, I am giving away free books. All you have to do is head on over to Apple Podcast and rate and review The Art of Being Well. And no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be going through the reviews on Apple Podcasts and randomly picking winners. And you can pick whatever book you want and I'll sign it to whoever you want. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review or message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole and screenshot it. Say, hey, I left a review. And again, we'll be picking winners every month, no matter when you listen to this episode. All right, let's get to today's guest. His name is Shervine, and he is one of the most respected and influential health experts in the world. At an early age, he was mentored by some of the world's top health authorities and quickly developed a deep passion and curiosity that drove him to question and expand upon everything he was taught. Shervine grew up learning the fundamentals of biodynamic farming and was influenced by a sophisticated curriculum that focused on both the right and left brain development to improve neuroplasticity and increase his ability to learn. You all are going to learn so much from him today. All right, this is Shervine's Art of Being Well. Shervine, thanks for being on the podcast, my friend. You pronounced my name very well. That's incredible. So just right there, we're, we're already kindred spirits. And so that's a big deal. I love it. It's an awesome name. I think it's a killer name. What's the origins of it? What's the meaning of your name? It's an ancient Persian name, you know, somewhere around, you know, Zoroastrian times. Sher means lion. Veen is the king of. So love that. Alliance. Love it. My son, this is, this is even more of a, of a kinship we have. My son's name is Solomon Ari. It's, 
the peaceful lion or the king, the king of lions. So yeah. I, I'm big on name uh, meanings of names. So love that. There's power to that, right? I mean, there's everything we know, like all our words, our speech, it's all spells, right? So mm-hmm. when you put something there that has meaning and intention, I mean, it, it holds weight and it shows up. Yes. I, I've seen different people talk about research and, and exploring the, the idea that ancient languages specifically, like Farsi, like Sanskrit, like Hebrew, Aramaic, and looking at how the vibration of languages actually impacts our, our world and our life. I think it's fascinating. It's super relevant. You know, we're, we're so cut off from what we've, you know, once knew right? Mm-hmm. As a species. And we've kind of forgotten what we've forgotten. And mm-hmm. a lot of these ancient languages, like you just said, there's no hiding behind the vernacular or the linguistics. And so Farsi, for example, which is my native language, it, it's hard to translate to English because every, one word takes you down a fable, right? It's like mm-hmm. poetry in all its, all its sense. Like we say chodathis, which means goodbye in translation. But if you translate it, it's May God watch over your soul to wow. the next you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, you can't encapsulate that richness in, in, in English language all the time. Yeah. You, you'd have a lot of words that you'd have to offer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Goodbye. That's always it. <laughs> I mean, I able to pick your brain on so many things. I want people to learn about longevity. I want people to learn about optimizing their brain health, energy levels. So I guess let's start with longevity. You're, you're doing a lot of really cool things with getting really science-backed things in people's lives as far as tools to support longevity. One of those is I'd love to talk to you about your thoughts on NMN. People are he- hearing about NR, NAD, NMN. We love the acronyms in wellness. So like, what, what's that about? What are your thoughts around the science around and supporting NAD levels? Well, I've been a big niacin guy, you know, for the last 20 years. You know, I, I read the niacin story. I forgot when that came out. And they were looking at old data around psychological breakdowns in the collective, primarily in North America, United States. And there is a neurological disease called pellagra. And they realized that it basically stemmed from a B3 deficiency. And when you start understanding how niacin works in the body and its fundamental applications to just about every cellular processes that our body needs to stay fit, to stay active, to stay healthy, to stay alert you start realizing how powerful anything in that realm is. Nicotinic acid, niacinamide, all those things, inositol. So I started you know, going down the explorative path. I'm an experiential researcher. You know, I, I love learning from the top mentors. I was mentored by some incredible, incredible souls, past and present. And for me, it only starts to hold weight after I get involved with it on a tangible level. I have to put myself through it. And so I started taking, you know, heavy doses of niacin, you know, with caloric restriction, with infrared sauna, with cold plunging, with activated charcoal and putting my body through those, you know, kind of tests. And I was getting tremendous results, tremendous results, not only in my just overall aptitude of function of daily functions, but also looking at my blood work, looking at my cholesterol levels, looking at certain biomarkers. And I was having a really good time with it. And I think about what, five, six years ago, David Sinclair came out and started you know, talking about 
what his protocols were and starting to look more at NAD, you know, nicotinamide, adenine, dinucleotide, which is a tongue twister in itself. (laughs) (laughs) And I found it very fascinating, the research. And I love his perspective on staying in the health span as opposed to just leading yourself into the disease span. And what, what are these things at the fundamental level? So things like NMN, mononucleotide, and riboside, and niacin, what are these things doing on the fundamental cellular level? Well, they're helping restore our mitochondria function. And I've, mm-hmm. I actually heard a nice podcast that you did the other day. I, wanted, I was listening to some of your stuff, and you, are, you and I are on the exact same page. You know, and it, it was really awesome to, to hear that. And I think getting to root cause and figuring out how these bodies work and why it's so important to ground to the earth, why it's so important to get in front of the sun and why we need to be in the soil and be in the forest and get get away from all these, you know, non-natives and all this stuff that's happening. That shows you why something like an NAD precursor is important because Mm -hmm. it's supporting it on, you know, a molecular level through nutrition. And I... I'm still following the data. I'm still watching it. But if we can replenish our NAD levels in a fast clip, along with doing other things like other hormesis techniques, then we're, we're doing something. We're changing mm-hmm. something. And the science says that the number one way to prevent oxidative damage and cellular death and going, going into other haywires like disease and cancers is caloric restriction. Caloric restriction fundamentally has the, the highest effect of doing that, which makes total sense, right? Yeah. E- eating, eating food is a monumental task for the entire body in terms of energy output, you know, absorption, mm-hmm. you know, digestion, elimination, all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's, it's hectic, right? Yeah. And so if we can slow down that process and get to, the, get, get to a state where the body can actually take a, some time off and just said, time out. Let's take a break. I think we're getting into areas of longevity and we're getting mm-hmm. into areas of life extension that is real and really works. And things like NMN or NAD precursors or molecular hydrogen or whatever, we're getting to the root cause and we're, help, we're helping accelerate that process of you know rebuilding value from within on a deep cellular level, subcellular level to a certain degree. Yeah. And I, I, I find that research fascinating. And yeah. I think it leads you into areas of what we just talked about, what I just mentioned about getting into nature and doing those things. Like we don't have to intellectualize it so much. We could just mm-hmm. get to the fundamentals on what it means to be being human. And yeah. I like molecules like NMN because they, they, they give you a, a, a roadmap to understand mm-hmm. how the body actually works on the fundamental level. Agreed, fully. NMN's one way to, to support NAD levels. What are some other things that you're really geeking out about as far as longevity? What are some ideas or tools? I, I want to talk about fasting too, but I'm thinking mainly natural compounds or, or things that have been shown to support longevity. Are there anything we can bring in that complement longevity as well? Yeah, I mean, it, it starts with hydration, right? <laughs> it's like we're, we're in pandemic levels when it comes to dehydration. You know, I think we're, we're grossly dehydrated as a species and we're just not carrying enough electricity in our body. Mm. And that's, that's very, very important for us to, to gather in our faculties and realize that because when you're lacking hydration in the body, everything starts to break down. And 
I always say we're electrical before we're chemical, right? We're an electrical system, right? Our heart is beating based on a electrical stimulation that's based on polarities in our alkaline and, and acidic, you know, polarity. And when we're grossly dehydrated, then we're reaching for other things and we're getting, we have to find stimulation somewhere else. And it's just like I always talk about, you know, we're constantly escaping, you know, it's, it's just part of the human process. Like, how can I escape? How can I escape? I think when we're unhealthy, when we're not fit, when we're not intelligent enough with our own body, when we're not listening to the body screaming and talking to us, mm -hmm. we go into escapism. And that's when momentum starts to go into another direction and leads you towards disease. And that comes with a litany of all the things that you know about in terms of autoimmune and different things. I mean, I think autoimmune is such a vague term, but it's really at the core of it. It's not listening to your body and it, becomes, it goes haywire. And we should be able to defend ourselves from, you know, bacterial strains, pathogenic viruses, other things. Like we're supposed to have that bolster of defense. We're supposed mm -hmm. to be able to withstand that. But when you have leaky holes everywhere, you're dehydrated, you might be, you might be, you know, overly alkalined. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I call it, like alkalosis. Your defense systems are down. Mm -hmm. And I think we got so many things backwards in our fundamental way of living our lives and being healthy. So what am I geeking out on? I'm geeking out on molecular hydrogen. I mean, I, I've been studying water and deuterium depletion for years. I've been, I'm, me and my cousin, Dave Wolf, we've been hunting springs our whole life. You know, I've traveled everywhere in the world from Iceland to Peru to everywhere in Canada, North America, just hunting spring water. I'm a big advocate of spring water. I think there's something that breeds in you when you're on the hunt for water. Like there's, it's like a mystical thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then just understanding how spring water works, the activation of it, it's free energy, it's implosionary energy. Are you familiar with Victor Schauberger? I'm not. Tell me about him. He's an Austrian wizard that was the warden of the forest and his dad was the warden of the forest and his dad, was a, it's a whole lineage thing. And he's, he's the guy that discovered that water has implosionary energy, which is the mm. op opposite of explosion. It's its own kinetic force. And that's why I vortex water in my house. I'm all about these things that they're not woo-woo if you start really looking into it and seeing fundamentally how nature works. And we yeah. are we are nature. Right. And so what I, what I love to geek out on is not how I can get into a laboratory and figure out how to you know, make some drug. I geek out on how can I harness our mother, the, the, the innate wisdom and intelligence of our nature and concentrate that and bring that to the world. And that's where you get, you know, things like Shilajit, right? And I, I want to talk to you about the Shilajit. <laughs> so many good things. Well, I, I have so many things to unpack here. The, the, the intelligence of water and the quality of the water that people are drinking, hydration. And you're one of the few people that I have heard talk about molecular hydrogen. So what is that exactly for people that are newer to this conversation? And how can people start getting in improving their their water quality everyone should be on this okay so this is this is a monumental discovery that's backed up by over 1200 case studies that started technically in 2007 started in japan and it's just gone haywire molecular hydrogen just think about it what is hydrogen hydrogen is the smallest and first element on the periodic table it's really the it's the constitution that makes water it's the constitution that makes energy as part of every biological process in the human body. And what we found with molecular hydrogen is that it has the ability to get to the subcellular level and 
neutralize the most harmful free radical in our known universe, which is called hydroxyl. Hydroxyl is one of the most destructive forces in terms of aging, oxidative stress, and disease models. And it's shown up in 117 disease models in both human and animal studies. It's fascinating stuff. Mm -hmm. So molecular hydrogen, what, what they we're able to do is we're able to make concentrated versions. Now, they, there's machines that create like a Brown's gas that you can breathe. There's machines that use coils and, and nodes, and they can make it in the water. And then there's tablets, things like that. All of them have their own service and their own practice, and they can they, they all bring benefit. We're, we were able to create one of the most concentrated versions at 12 parts per million, which is really high. Most of these studies are in the two to three range. Hmm. It just shows you like, wait, what are, we're on to something here. And so, hmm. so molecular hydrogen, not only is it about redox, meaning calming down the oxidative stress and lending it an electron out so you don't have this whirling dervish attacking every DNA in the body, right? Mm -hmm. But it also recalls through transcriptions some of the main antioxidants our bodies need to survive. And that's catalase, you know, glutathione, glutathione peroxidase. These are, you know, our body's defense systems for a litany of issues from brain barriers down to reproductive organs, down to every part of the body. And so molecular hydrogen just is an overall umbrella to just about everything. It's so fascinating for athletes. I'm head of nutrition for a couple of world number one athletes. I have them all on molecular hydrogen. I've been on it for years. I'm going heavy in the paint with it right now because I'm just start. I'm just like really like wow, like this is this is uh, one of those transform transformative things that can really help the world. How many people do we know that are just sitting in oxidative stress? And yeah, yeah it's, it's pervasive. It's, it's so full on. And, and they're just chasing it and they're chasing it and they're chasing it when we have access to these types of you know, formulas. And yeah. molecular hydrogen is so small. It's 470 times smaller than coenzyme Q10. And it just gives you kind of an idea of like, okay, if something is that mi microscopic, mm -hmm. it's that small, it can get everywhere. It can actually get mm -hmm. into the cell membrane where it's needed. Mm -hmm. It gets to the mitochondria. It gets to the development process of ATP, the energy production. So like what we were talking about with NMN or any other NAD booster, you combine molecular hydrogen with Sheila G with an NAD booster and you're hydrated. You're getting, you're getting good salts in your diet. You're, you know, what you, you got your, your diet is on, on par with living a stable life. Like you're not just eating any, everything that crosses your site and you're really, you're really like intentional with your life. Then you're, then you're getting somewhere. Then, yeah. then, then it's like, okay, what are we doing next? And and for me, brother, it's all about momentum at this whole journey in this, in these bodies, this incarnation is just one big cyclical spike, you know, like let's just get down to brass tacks here. We're here for a drop of time in the vast huh. ocean of time, right? Yes, Barely yes. here. And so we're going to have cycles. We have a hormonal cycle. We have a puberty cycle. We have a shutdown cycle. We have all these different things. It's like, it's time to procreate. It's time to do this. Women are even more pigeonholed in some of those cycles, right? Just because they are the bearer of the fruit. They, they bring the children into the world. So there's very um, you know short windows. So we can't waste a year. We can't think that today doesn't matter. Like we got like, how, how did we get to this point where like, we don't really care. Like, like how do we have this shutdown? And that's why you have, we have 
cataclysmic meltdowns in our social order. They mm-hmm. all are completely related. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the more crippled we are as a force of humanity, the less ability we have to be malleable mm-hmm. and be able to resist and be able to actually shake this whole thing up. So, yeah, man, that's some deep wellness right there. I, I, I completely agree with you fully. And I was, as you were talking, I was thinking of you mentioning the fact that we are so part of nature and it's the height of arrogance of, of modern society to somehow think we're detached or better than, but, and, and if you think of the human body, majority water, the planet itself, majority of water, and then we're, we're not even talking about this, something as fundamentally important as hydration. So uh, shifting gears here a little bit beyond hydration, let's talk about brain optimization. You mentioned Sheila Jeet. I think that's a good segue there. I was scrolling through Instagram, as you do, and I saw this video of this Sheila Jeet resin diffusing in water beautifully. You're Uh doing such innovative things. You caught my eye and I love adaptogens. So you were speaking my love language. Tell people about Sheila Jeet, how quality matters and, and about this resin thing, because I haven't seen somebody do it like this before. <laughs> well, we're, we're actually providing the most Sheila Jeet to the world right now, Symbiotica. And, that, wow. and that's, that karmically, that's like a really powerful thing, you know, and I spent years in the jungles. I've gone through, you know, I've died thousands of times, you know, I've, I've done that level of work. And to be in a position right now to have these kinds of offerings and to do it with such intention. And, you know, we're not a supplement company. We're a, we're a movement, you know, we're, this is knowledge, you know, the products are, they speak for themselves, but that's just like slipping. We're just trying to slip consciousness in, and like mm-hmm. real framework conscious, not like like la la land, you know, bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. excuse my French. Yeah. It's yeah. like real tangible, deep seated, ancient wisdom. And it's not based on like an ego trap of spirituality. It's based on like real, you know, provocative thought systems that actually function and create a better life. Because that's ultimately what we want. We want to be thriving. We want to be happy. We want to be uh, stimulated. You know, we want to show up for people. We want to feel the love and empathy. And so, you know, things like Sheila Jeet, which is an ancient, ancient alchemy, you know, it's coming directly from the earth and it's phytonutrients, it's minerals, it's terpenes, it's fats. And it's, you know, translated to the conqueror of weakness, you know, and we take Sheila G in many different dosages and many different styles. I think ultimately what it's doing is it's electrifying the body. So you're completely getting mineralized. We know at the foundation of health, it's mineralization, like nothing matters outside of that. And hydration goes along the mineral train. It's not one or the other. And so this has, you know, 84 trace minerals and the right sizes so they can get into the cell as opposed to a lot of the stuff that you're seeing in supermarkets that are, you know, large size minerals that actually just accumulate in the body and sit in your shoulder blade or sit in your ribs or sit in your organs and cause calcification. We're talking mm-hmm. about real balanced nutrition coming directly from the earth and it's fulvic acid, right? So fulvic acid, what are we doing with fulvic acid? Well, we're, we're ripping apart all kinds of oxidation in our brain. You know, that's so important. Like our pineal gland, and I don't mean it like in a fufu way, but we build up calcium deposits in our brain. And so things like Sheila Jeet, we're removing a lot of that interstitial acidosis and we're removing a lot of the toxic buildup and we're charging the body. And for someone who enjoys an occasional fast, 
you know, like a two, three day fast or maybe a seven day fast, who knows? Shilajit is a really good tool, right? Because you can stay mineralized and not add any calories to it. So you're not combusting any energy and you can actually go into, you know, autophagy or whatever you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm a big advocate of Shilajit. I love the ritual of it. I think that getting into ritual is really important. You know, like we, we should be free sovereign beings, but at the same time, we need to have a practice. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not, you know, getting into your bed at the right time every night, you've cut the screen time down, you're doing your, you know, your breath work, you're making sure you're not eating half an hour before you go to sleep. You know, your bedroom's 66 degrees. It's completely blacked out. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no, you're not dealing with any sounds or any of that kind of stuff. Hopefully you're sleeping on a healthy mattress. Hopefully you, you, know, you have a partner that's not keeping you up all night or whatever the hell you're doing. Those things matter, right? Because then yeah. you can wake up at 445 on your rise. You can hydrate. You can detox immediately. You can get out on the earth. These fundamental rituals are mm-hmm. practices that create strong faculties throughout mm-hmm. your life. You build up resistance and strength mm-hmm. and, and mental acuity, you know, and we're just, <laughs> we're so into instant gratification and all of these escapism behaviors and they, and they, they never turn out to give you what you want. And so you just constantly, you're on this like hamster wheel chasing, you know, you're chasing your health, you're chasing this, you want to lose mm-hmm. this extra weight you want to feel better. You want to do this and that mm-hmm. when you're missing the root fundamental aspects of your health. And I, I'm a, you know, we just went through this chaotic COVID situation and I think it's, it's woken a lot of people up, mm-hmm. you know, like, wait a second, you know, like maybe my health freaking matters. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's actually been, been beautiful to experience and to see the amount of people saying, you know what, nobody's coming to save me. You know, this is on my watch. And there's a there's a level of empowerment there. Yeah. And I learned that fundamentally just through my childhood, through my relationship with my father, and also with my Rudolf Steiner background of understanding. So I grew up with an anthroposophical perspective on life, biodynamic farming. I have a biodynamic farm with my cousin in Kauai. We've had it for 14 years. You know, everyone's always like, share me, well, what's biodynamic food? You know, and and how does that compare to organic? And I think this is a really good segue is biodynamic food yields the most nutritious food in the world, in my opinion. Just the way that everything is accounted for from the the reverence to the holy cow, to the black gold manure alchemy, to the closed loop systems, to the the gridding of the property, to the cultivation, to the waxing and waning of the moon, how you harvest so much energy put into that. And you're going to get the most mineralized food out of it, right? Beyond organic. Organic just means there's no herbicide, fungicide, larvicide. But Mm -hmm. Steiner, his reason for putting this together was not to create the healthiest food. It was to create the healthiest man and woman in the process of making the food. Mm. becoming stewards and taking on that, that right of stewarding the land. Yeah. And, and as children, right. And the development of children, which branched down into Waldorf education, right. You don't force a child, a curriculum, you create an incubator and let that child's own free will develop so they can develop free will and develop those faculties. And so I, I think we're missing that with our health yeah. because we never developed these things at age three, four, five, six, we were, we were not only did we not develop them, we were stripped and given the, the, the opposite lay of the land. Yeah. And it's, 
it's a burden when you look at the, the, the scientism that we're dealing with in the 21st century model, which is this new religion called scientism. Yeah. Where it's not even real science. We've, we've, science is using the scientific method where you, you reverse engineer, you have a pro, you, you have an, you see an outcome, you want, you predict it, but you don't push it and you keep testing it and see it. If the same results keep happening, then you can make, you know, your postulation and then come up with some kind of empirical evidence. Yeah. We've given away our power to a system that's predicated on, you know, a monopoly. And, and I know that's not become cliche in, in the social media world, but I think it just really needs to be talk, talked about. And we need to teach our children. You, you have kids, like they need to understand what herbology is. Like how do herbs work? Like you're supposed to cycle herbs. You know, there's, there's pot herbs that you just eat, eat off a pot. There's tonic herbs, there's therapeutic herbs, there's super toxic herbs. These are the things that you eat every day. Cause they have a, you know, they have a chemical toxic response. We have to find balance and learn all these things or, yeah. You don't have to. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I would think I think what's going to happen, and I, I without being, I'm just looking at the world and the fragility fragility of it all, and I think the last few years have has showed that in many ways yeah. that humanity will be forced to learn these things. It's either going to be through pain and like being forced to, or we can choose to proactively to actually reconnect with our source. I completely agree with you. I'm like, with you right there. Yeah. I, something I want to go back if I could, because I didn't, I want to know about what vortex water is. I don't know about vortex water. Teach me about vortex water. <laughs> so water never travels in a straight line. That's not how water works. Water doesn't come from a 1400 foot aquifer out, out of a spring in a straight line. Water has to be moving with no edges and it vortexes. And that's what gives the water structure. And we know that through understanding a lot of literature out there. Dr. Gerald Pollack is one of them. The yeah. fourth phase of water. Understanding how water works in our body is, is actually structured water, interstitial water. And it has voltage and it has purpose. We know that water is, is a kinetic medium for messaging, right? That's how a lot of the messaging happens through our body. It goes through the, the water pathways, the electrical pathways. And so by getting water and turning it on through some kind of vortex processes. The theory is that you're, you're not putting in coated water in your body that actually has a purpose in the body, which means real hydration. Because you could just drink tap water all day long or distilled water all day long or whatever, or some machine water. And, you know, you could be just, you know, pulling everything out of your body and not providing any actual hydration. Hydration doesn't work that way. That's why you know, fruits like watermelon are mm -hmm. so hydrating because that water has gone through the soil, it's gone through the roots, it's mm -hmm. gone through into the fruit, and now that water is structured, right? Yeah. That water now has a, has a purpose. And I, I think the studying of water for an individual will open up so many parts of the mind and heart and soul that they, they haven't actually thought about. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what we want. Like, we, we need it to be cool again to learn about these things and to like feel the, the omnipresence of it as mm -hmm. opposed to like what's being, you know, regurgitated on social media every day. Yeah, I'm sure you are. But are you familiar with the research around gel water and hydration? And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? With the same thing. That's the same exact thing. Yep. Okay. So can you, I just threw a weird term out for people. So can you 
is that basically the same thing you're saying? So gel water, structured water, it's within the foods we're having and that's the ultimate hydration. It's not going to be just having tap water and people think I have to get my eight, eight glasses a day or 10 glasses a day and that's how I'm gonna hydrate. It's way more than that, correct? It's exactly right. Water that has been given some kind of memory, water that has gone through a structuring process, water that has a purpose, water that is not just been displaced and you know put somewhere else that water doesn't really serve us. Like, can we survive on it? Yeah. But what are we talking about here? Are we talking about just getting by or are we talking about getting ahead of the, the disease? We're staying ahead of it and staying in front of it and staying in front of it and actually going into higher levels of attainment. Mm-hmm. Like what, what, what is this mediocre output on our mental, emotional, physical capabilities? Why are we like training to become savants and training to become ninjas? How do we like lose this? Like, I mean, we just we were stripped of it. You know, we, we did. We never had that opportunity. And, mm-hmm. and I think things like drinking clean water, spring water, water that has kinetic energy, is a powerful, powerful resource for the entire family. Mm-hmm. And it gives us some super, super abilities outside of the standard, you know, looking glass in terms of water. Also, we're drinking a lot of things that strip our hydration, right? You know, all the teas, all the coffees, all that kind of stuff. That's those are natural diuretics. They, you know, they bond out hydrogen, they push it out of the body. And so you have a combination of you get you're not getting clean water, you're taking in fluids that push you out alcohol, all of these things. It's yeah. like like everything is sucking us dry and we're becoming stagnant in our own stagnation. And stagnation mm-hmm. is the root cause of all disease, right? So yeah. Plus we're bathing in tap water. That's another one. Like, let's talk about that. I, yeah. I'm huge on that. I'm so, dude, bathing in tap water is so gnarly. It's actually, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather drink tap water than bathe in it. That's Just because the statement. absorption and hotness, you're kind of, yeah, totally agree. Because no, you're breathing it in. Yeah, right. The that's, steam of it all. That's the vapor. The vapor's getting into the lungs. The lungs are the fastest way to get a medicine or drug or toxin into the body. Just think about that. Yeah. Because there's no there's no line of defense. It's just alveoli, iron, and blood, and then boom, you're now main mainlining it into your system. What do you recommend? I mean, is there a specific filter you recommend, or as far as baths and showers go? Yeah, I if you're in your home and like you're like, okay, this is going to be my house for the next two years, if not longer. You, you want to get a, like a real home filtration system, right? Like a 12 stage that go, has RO, has all the different stuff, the carbon, the UV, whatever they can throw in there, just get it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's not for your drinking water. That's just for your, that's for your bathing, you're brushing your teeth, whatever, all that kind of stuff. If it's like you're in an apartment and you can't afford, you know, five to 10 grand for a water system, just get a shower filter. You know, at the very least, just get a shower filter that can take out some of those trihalomethanes, mm-hmm. chlorine, and all that kind of gunk. I mean, just think about what's in the water supply right now. It's yeah. like there's birth control in the water now, mm-hmm. right? Like that's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, women are on birth control. They have their periods to flush it down the toilet. That's getting into our, you know, gray water capture. It's insanity. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that's a whole, I have to have you back to talk about that at length because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one blessing that I have in my, I, I think of like, we have a well water, we have spring water. I'm like, at least I'm like detached from that. But you know, I have a Berkey filter as well and do all of that. Just, that's know, great. To the best no, you're can. doing, you have a lot of blessings, brother. 
That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. As you know, the, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. I want to know about Charvin's Art of Being Well. I'm going to, we've already learned so much, but I want to dig even deeper and different avenues here. I'm going to just learn more about your wellness routine in life. Are you up for this challenge? Of course. Let's bring it. All right. First question is, what's a healthy food that you know is healthy? It's so freaking nutrient dense, but it's just the worst tasting healthy food that you still eat because you know it's so good for you. Raw liver. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> so you're having your next level, your demigod, demigod wellness status there. So how are you doing this? I'm a qualitarian. I'm a qualitarian. I've been a self-proclaimed qualitarian for the last 20 years. What, when what's that? Everyone was raw foodists, breatharians, yep. vegans, whatever. I was a qualitarian. I'm intentional with everything I put in my body and I study it and research it and see how it works for me. So what have you noticed with raw liver? Jink, right? So it's just a lot of jing energy. Like So mm -hmm. similar with shilajit, shilajit's black. The color is black. Black is jing. Jing is our primordial force energy. If you follow the tantric or the, the Chinese masters and understand how the Taoist immortals approach it, the dark, dark, black, purple, these are jing energies. They're blood builders. They provide energy and, and force. I was a fly on the wall as a child with Ron Teagarden. Do you know Ron Teagarden? Yeah. Dragon mm -hmm. So I was a kid growing up in like households with him, right? Wow. And so I got to learn all about, you know, the different types of primordial energies. And I was always enamored by the Jing energy. And so something like liver is Jing. It's, it's, it's iron rich, it's blood. And so it's interesting because we just hit the summer solstice, right? So, so this is the, now the time to, to bring the Jing out, right? We just got out of our like winter. That's going to be the title of this episode. Yeah. Bring the Jing out. Bring the Jing out. <laughs> step, in, step into your Jing. And it's not just a masculine thing. Like, right. like we, it, Jing crosses every barrier and every border and it, and encompasses everything. And so liver is Jing for me. It's also, I'm training a lot. So I'm feeling a lot of recovery from it. I treat it as a medicine. So the way I approach it is very medicinal. So are you doing anything just straight up raw? Are you like flavoring it at all? How much are you having? What I, I want to know. I flavor it a little bit. I use apple cider vinegar. I use sea salt. I use black pepper. I use cumin and I think that's about it. Yeah. Got it. And I just you, chop it. I chop it into cubes and just kind of take it down. Got it. Love it. What are two supplements? Very curious about this. What are two supplements? If you had to pick, what are the top two that have been the biggest game changer for you personally? And we may have talked about it already, but maybe not. Well, I, you know, obviously the molecular hydrogen, the Sheila G, those, those go without saying, I mean, yeah. those are, those are massive, massive staples. You know, uh, we have a glutathione, PQQ, CoQ10. That's like something I use the most. I'm like, I, I'm constantly drawn to it. And so like twice a day, I'm taking that. And I just, I feel really good from it. I feel like I get very good response. I can feel my liver is responding very well to it. And I get a lot of, I get, I get energy from it. So that's one of them. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't go wrong with liposomal products, liposomal vitamin C and, and other things mm -hmm. as well. Charcoal, you know, I do a lot of charcoal. You know, charcoal is, is, a, is another fundamental nature product, right? Yeah. It's sequestered carbon, right? Mm -hmm. But most people don't know what charcoal is at, at the you know, biochemical level or in the, 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 the chemistry of it, but it's sequestered electrons negative mm -hmm. electrons, and it doesn't absorb anything in the body. It adsorbs, 
which is a fundamental different way to approach detoxification. And so it's lending itself an electron. So through the polarity, it's pulling in toxins, heavy metals, things that burden the body. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a big charcoal guy. And we, we have a nice charcoal bentonite clay zeolite combo. I'm enjoying that. I use all those with, with patients. We deal a lot with people that have a lot of biotoxin, mold toxins, mycotoxins, and those are game changers for those type of people. Next question. What is an overrated supplement that you see on social media, whatever, the wellness world that you think is just like, meh, not necessarily bad. It's just overrated. Well, I think that a lot of the medicinal mushrooms are getting a little overrated because we don't know where they're coming from. And so I think that's something that we just got to keep our eyes open. I've been a mushroom hunter since day one. It goes with the spring water. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were charging it. I mean, my house is covered in massive chaga mushrooms and rishis and and drodias. I have all kinds of cool stuff, turkey tails. I'm a huge mushroom guy and it's one of the most powerful adaptogenic herbs ever. I mean, it's basically giving you the the access point to survive in nature. But I also see it being overused and we don't know where they're coming from. And a lot of them are coming from, you know, parts of the world where you just don't want mushrooms (laughs) because they're, they remediate, right? So it's like, it's like, okay, well, if you're getting this from one of the most polluted countries in the world, that's broken every law of, you know, environmental safety, you know, foundational systems, I don't know if you want to put that in your body. And you can also be overdoing something, right? So we're overdoing yeah. some proteins. We're overdoing some mushrooms. You know, I, what, are, what are some of the main ones out there that are just like, it's like, come on, enough of this. There's just so many. Yeah, I, the, the I, I think good industry, answer. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the supplement industry is like, like we, we always go after the pharmaceutical companies, right? Like, what are they doing? Like, symptomology with this type of repercussions and this type of protocols, like, come on. But the supplement industry is the wild west. There's so many people racing to the bottom. CBD, that was another one. Yeah. Like most people have no idea how cannabinoids work and like how they fundamentally have to work together and you have to titrate in certain ways. It's just when, when we take nutrition and, and things like that so lightly to chase a dollar, it's, it's becomes a problem. Oh, yeah. Truth. That is such a truth. Yeah. Do you think that we're better or worse off with social media? Wow. That's the best question of all time. Because, because they, they're so extreme. I can, I can go so extreme on either way. <laughs> Me that's, too. Me too. Right. Depends on the day. <laughs> Depends on the day. I think yeah. it's how you use it. That's my thought. But like, what, what do you think overall? Like the net, we net positive or net negative? We're net negative for sure. Yeah, we're net 100%. We're net negative. If you make a fundamental choice on approaching your social media with intention, precision, and strategic, you know, in depthness on how you navigate through it, then you're winning, right? And you can win tremendously because you can make universal connections on this entire plane of existence that you can't just walk outside your front door and make. And you can also educate yourself through so many different perspectives and point of views. That's what I love about social media is that I'm a student and I'm forever a student. I always want to make that really like clear. I don't know everything. I'm just a student of this entire game. And the day that I think that I'm not a student anymore, I'm, I'm ready to check out of this life. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's the thing. So yeah. social media 
creates alliances like this. Like, like, wow, I got a new brother right now. I'm stoked. I want to, I'm going to send him people. I'm going to send patients his way. I believe in his practice. I believe in his fundamental way of truth. I'm surprised it took so long for us to connect. I know. And so, and, and so that's a, that's a beauty. And I love that. And, 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 and getting behind passionate movements and all that kind of stuff on the flip, on the flip side, social media has become a parasitic infestation of core wounds, trauma, ego, weird complexities, and also the massive, massive dangers of escapism. And that, and that broods so much malnourishment in the souls mm. of our entire system, our youth. And it's dangerous seeing what is being prioritized right now. It's actually very, very dangerous. And we're playing a dangerous game. And Rudolf Steiner, 100 years ago, he said, we're going to be entering the age of materialism 100 years from now. And if, and if we don't snap out of it, he's talking about like 2017. If we don't snap out of it from 2017 to 2040, we're going to enter something called the eighth sphere, which is a complete dystopic transhumanism material matrix with complete absolute no connection to anything that our mother has provided us and where we come from in terms of our ancestry. And he hit it on the nail because we're right there. Yeah, right. It's prophetic. I think of just so like elementary, but I I was watching years ago with my kids, the Pixar film WALL-E. And you think of what was, how they through a cartoon, but like, we are not that far off just staring at a screen. This was made 16 years ago, this film, when we didn't have the amount of technology we have even today, just staring at a screen, no muscle mass, no human connection. It is like not far off to say like, where, what's the trajectory here? Not far off. We're in it. (laughs) Right. We're we're in shades of it right now. We're so in it. We're so sedentary. Like we yeah. become sedentary. That do you know how gnarly that is? Like how many people right now are how many people have carnated into their bodies that are not living in the, the Dharma that they're supposed to be doing? Like what percentage of the population is actually living and embodying what they're destined here to do? Probably a very small percentage. Yeah. When a small percentage of the world is in their Dharma, we're gonna have problems right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have pain. We're going to have financial collapse. We're going to have economic collapse. We're going to have medical system collapsing. We're going to have food systems collapsing, which we're seeing right now. We are in a, and we're at war. We're at a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. Like we're legit in a spiritual war. I mean, this is, this is unbelievable what we have being forced down the throats of children today. I won't okay. get into like specifics, but yeah. it's, it's hectic what's happening. Yeah. And I, and, and that's a byproduct of mm-hmm. these types of technologies that are mm-hmm. being ran by technocratic systems mm-hmm. that are way more intelligent than most average person. They have, you know, the, like they brought in IQs of, you know, 170 and up to design these systems. So we're going up against that type of thinking, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of algorithmic thinking. Mm-hmm. And that, that, my friend, is where people like us and our brothers and sisters that are on the path that are not living in fear, they're not living in stagnation, they're not living in poverty conscious, they're not living in envy and jealousy and hate, all of these you know, glitches are actually here to try to provide a solution. And I think it's the greatest mission of all time. I know that they make all these movies, like of these action figures flying around and zapping lasers and surviving you know, some cataclysmic event. Well, we're doing it. And, and I'm stoked, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm so stoked to be here and to be in this position 
and, and embodying this frequency. I love it, man. This has been a rich conversation. I appreciate it immensely. And it's I agree with you. It's been, it's surprising that we haven't connected sooner and I'm glad that we did today. Where can people learn more about your amazing work? Where, where can, where can they go? Well, I, I, you know, I'm relatively novice on social media, except Instagram, uh, Shervin three, three, three and symbiotica is our, is, you know, our company. And, you know, we do a lot of cool events. We do a lot of, you know, retreats here and there, and I keep it pretty private. I do have a private telegram room where we get really personal in there. And I, I, I make sure people are accountable in there. Like, you know, I only have people that there's no anonymous living in there and you got to show up and that's really creating a, a lot of force. You know, sometimes we think we got to be like presenting this message to hundreds and hundreds of millions of people and billions of people, and 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 which is great. But if you can affect one or two people, you know, all of a sudden you're doing something, and yeah. and and that's the beauty. And I, I look forward to having more of these conversations with you. I think we can rabbit hole down so many different paths, and yeah. it's these conversations that lead to hyper focus and hyper synchronicities. And this is when we can start thinking, oh, uh, okay, I, I didn't think about that. Or, mm-hmm. I, you know, oh, w- what about this? And then boom, all of a sudden we're building momentum and having the best time ever. <laughs> Love it. Well said. Shervin, come back anytime, my friend. Talk soon. That's an honor. Thank you so much. Visit symbiotica.com and use code WILLCOLE for 15% off site-wide or create your own custom bundle and get up to 45% off. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.